the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, live from Milberger's Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 and Bulverde Road. There's a pretty Esperanza. Um, I'm looking at some of the stuff that's going back. Trace is on the porch with us. Uh, Calvin is here. Jerry's on his way. And so we welcome your calls at 210 210- 308-8867, 210-308-8867. Tell us what's going on in your gardening world. How can we help you? Um, that it's nice to see the crepe myrtles are blooming here, the, the pink one now. And uh, uh, I guess the red ones have gone. It's funny how they bloom in different, uh, different times. That purple one I was talking about last week, it's gone. It's, it's done. But if they cut the seed pods off. Yeah, I thought of that. But no, how many people do that? Depends on how tall the tree is. Yeah, it's pretty tall. It's 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 like that tall. So it'll still get another wave, but it won't be as prolific as if they cut the seed pods off, and it'll be further down the road. Okay. Time-wise. Cool. All right. So what's happening at the nursery, Trace? Uh, it's, uh, it looks like people are getting ready for the 4th of July. That's true. So we're a week away, and... Um, People are decorating. I guess they're going to have uh, cookouts and things. So we, we've got a little bit of extra traffic. We've got lots of color. Good. Almost firecracker color. Ah. And it didn't work. Never mind. I'm trying to think. Is it you going to have red, white, and blue, or are you going to have firecracker series? Uh... I, I hadn't got that far. Okay. <laughs> now, there's some there's some crazy orange color over there. I thought you were going to talk about that. Oh, that's kind of neat. Well, we've, is we've, that the, that's not the Cassandra, is it? Of course it is. Oh, how cool. That looks great. It's amazing how many of them we've been selling because they are beautiful. I, I don't know. Yeah, they are pretty. Uh, Calvin's talking about to the left side of your radio uh, is uh, the big green and orange pom-pom-like flowers. and but that, Another orange. Well, he bought one. You know, you know, years ago they used to sell that plant as a house plant. Really? Yeah. I think you told us that when you went at Plan of the Weekend. Does it do well in the house? Does it bloom? Uh, it's not going to bloom, but the foliage is pretty. Now, another orange that's really beautiful are these zinnias. Trace, I, bet I planted a bunch of the, the, the Dream Hill orange on my patio and a around the pool. And, boy, they're really attractive. And, of course, that's another plant that the uh, hummingbirds and butterflies like. All right. You've got an avocado question. Um, 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. There we go. Um, Jerry's now sitting down, so we'll let him do that. And uh, 
Remind you if there's something going on in your gardening world, uh, maybe uh, something. Uh, you know, we'll find out from. All right. Come back with us, Trace. Okay. All right. He had an avocado question about self-pollination. Yep. Uh, and my thought was, Jerry confirmed, is I think all these varieties are semi-self-fertile. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. And what was the one he was going to get? Pancho. Oh, okay. That was the one he was asking about, I think. He didn't want, hey, Cisco. I don't know what he's saying. I, I don't Let's know. just ignore him. Okay. 210-308-80. You don't know Pancho and Cisco? No. Holy smokes. All right, 210, put your headphones on. Get on the air with us. <laughs> 210-308-8867. What kind of questions are people bringing in? Grass, mostly. Still grass? Yeah, yeah. I can imagine. So uh, it's amazing what water can do or the lack thereof. Yeah. So why is my grass brown? No. <laughs> well, ours isn't brown, but it where it hasn't been watered, it's just kind of like <coughs> laying over on its side. And I had a lady about... 30, 45 minutes ago that uh, brought a sample, well, a picture of her viburnum, and she was watering once a week, 10 minutes. 10 minutes. 10 minutes for the sprinkler. Oh, like, that's, wow, no. She could have <laughs> spit. Uh, yeah. Well, I, you know me, I'm not, uh, I tell people what it, how it is. Yeah. So, sometimes that's good, sometimes that's bad. But <laughs> uh, I basically said she was spitting at the plant. Oh, okay. I uh, use that word. Well, and that, that's what we all, we all, I know you do it, and Jerry and I do it, when when they say, oh, no, we water it, <laughs> we water it every day. And then when you, you, quite often when you explore it, it's one of those 10-minute or 5-minute waterings, and cause that doesn't do the job, guys. Nope. So these were 7-year-old viburnum. And I told her, I said, well... You know, you've got to picture how deep that root system is, yeah. how wide that root system is. And if you water it right, you're only going to have to water it every, maybe every second week, but probably more like every third or fourth week if you can get the water to, to go that deep. Subsoil doesn't dry out very quickly, whereas the surface does. So the okay. plant, plant actually gets to use most of it. But she also had, uh, and it could be brought on by the lack of water, she also had uh, yellow leaves with green veins. So she got some chelated iron, and uh, we gave her the liquid one that actually had some nitrogen and sulfur stuff in there, too. Uh, I did ask her when the last time she fertilized it was, and she had the deer in the headlight look. <laughs> yeah, that, that, I've that, seen that. That, that exact one. Do you have to fertilize these plants? Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> I thought Milton proved beyond a shadow of a doubt you don't have to fertilize our or water. Or water. Yeah, I've just proven that well, there are some plants that can put up with that for a little bit oh, and, okay. and then respond. Well, back. most plants will live if you don't fertilize them. They just won't thrive. They won't. They won't live if you don't water them. But yes, the uh, <laughs> the vinca will are very forgiving. By the way, my uh, <laughs> my uh, turk step uh, that I've had for years and never watered below the hill. Uh, it was blooming. It bloomed, and now it's gone back. It's it's not blooming anymore. I haven't watered it at all in ten years. So anyway, 
they they they, they gonna need another little water. Something something occurred to me. It's supposed to rain. Yeah. Quit it. Yeah. I know it's supposed Mon- to rain. Monday night, Tuesday, somewhere in there. Yep. I see Monday. Uh-oh. Mostly cloudy. You were right, Milton. Don't what? make don't don't <laughs> Yeah, and he didn't. We didn't even get to tell him. That's, uh, don't make a don't make a fool of yourself. I think that's it is forty percent chance Monday night and Tuesday. Kansas Ooh, State forty uh, percent scientific expression. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. So I, we, I hear it's going to rain everywhere, but where Jerry's at. Yeah. <laughs> well, we need it. I'm. I, I, we sure won't turn it down. Uh, another thing that I was thinking about is that, you know, these plants that have frozen back and uh, frozen back and have re-sprouted from the ground, uh-huh. I think they should be watered like new plants. Oh, oh really? Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah. I My got... viburnum. Yeah. But uh, it's really kind of deceptive, too. The viburnum, of course, the... Because it looks like they're in good shape, but then then when they're when they're ready to do their wilt, they do their wilt. And oh yeah! I think we got a question coming up. Okay. Um, you want to be on the air with us? All right, grab that mic. You'll be on the air, and it looks like you got a problem there. What's yeah. going on? Here, Trace, I'll give you my mic so well, you can. Well, no, help we them. don't know. It's what a problem. makes you think that's a problem, man? Uh, could be identification. He could have just picked it up out on the, on the road there. <laughs> That's an oak, isn't it? This is a Shantung maple. Oh, yeah. Okay. Bought it here about 17 years ago. and uh, Did I talk to you a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and uh, the freeze hit it a couple of yeah. years ago. Yeah. It didn't look real good. Then it came back <laughs> yesterday. Or the, the, it, well, the last freeze. The last, the last freeze. <laughs> yeah. And then this fall or this spring, it came out late with green leaves all over it. Right. And <laughs> then it started looking bad. I had never had to water it before. It's it's down next to the street. Uh, I started watering it real slow all day, you know, four hours, six Good. hours, Good. real slow. And it had a few green leaves left. Now they're all brown like this. Well, it's never a good sign they turn brown and stay on the tree. No. Yeah. So my question is, do I keep watering it? I think you th- said maybe this, the uh, roots were. Roots I, I, I don't know, but I doubt if a Shandong. I, I don't think, I don't think they're grafted. No, they're not. But uh, if you if you do have a sprout from the root system, it'll come back Shandong. But uh, once established, that that tree is, uh, you know, it came out of uh, western Oklahoma. Where we got got impressed with it, and uh, yeah, but, I, I was but, told it was Japanese from A and M. Oh, you, you didn't think A and M could come up with a name like Shandong? <laughs> I that don't sounds know. aggy to me. Yeah. Shandong, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it did. But uh, they they uh, proved it in uh, West Western Oklahoma. But anyway. Uh, Milton, tell him. Milton, come on now. It's not, we were just describing this, it's not 
Not an optimistic uh, out- outlook. No, I didn't look optimistic, yeah. and I. But I. Th- so even in my mind, even if it did sprout from the ground, it's never the stability of the tree is never going to be the same. No, that's true. But though, I think I would not give up quite yet, though. Okay. Just uh, I'd break out a pocket knife and start scratching. If you find green, cut it off there. If you don't, cut it off at the ground. Yeah, that's good. Uh, and, uh, and if I cut it off the ground, it may come back or it, it may not. If it does, that's, you keep watering it. And uh, if it does come back, like it, like he says, it'll be a sprout. And you're a young man, relatively young man, so you can grow it into another tree. Okay. So basically <laughs> cut off the dead parts. Yeah. Dead's dead. Dead's dead, huh? Dead's dead. Yeah, this, this looks... Yeah, Good. that's why I scratched it. It's yeah, there's no green whatsoever. Yeah, but I'm you sorry. never know. You you might find some green in there somewhere. And when I talked talk to him a couple of weekends ago, I was hoping that uh, the green on there would uh, take over the tree. But to say it hasn't, uh, that's not a good sign. No, I, it had five or six green leaves, and they yeah. they finally turned brown. So I think like Trace said. Uh, Scratch it all the way to the bottom or either cut it off at the ground. Okay. But leave the root system there and see if it is re-sprout. Okay. Well, thank you very much. I Good luck. It. Sorry this happened. Did you want to be on the air with us? I just want to know if it's too late to, too, late to fertilize soja. Is it too late to fertilize soja? Um, I, w- I, pro- I wouldn't for- fertilize it. Have you got access to water? No. Yeah, I, I, I think I. Last article <laughs> I wrote, I, I said, just why don't you wait till the fall on. on yeah, because this, you know, 100 but, degrees. But this is the optimum growing time for zoysia, so I wouldn't have a problem with it. It only really grows when it's hot, so that's when it's going to need the nutrition. Well, no, I don't, I don't know. I always had good luck with the. The same pattern. The if you want to go, if you want to do a happy medium, do an organic. There's not very much oomph to it, but you can't take a chance on burning. Uh, we, we we can't hear you because we've got the. Do you want to? Oh, well, the nineteen five. That's that's the one I would use. Just make sure you water it in really good. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. See, that's one grass question, and then... <laughs> but that's good uh, advice uh, the trash gave about that. Organic fertilizer. I don't. I usually don't recommend organic fertilizer, but we usually don't have as dry weather as we yeah. have now. Did you, did you hear we're going to have rain on Tuesday? No. <laughs> Maybe Monday night. That's right. <laughs> so there you go. Hey, yes. I just thought of what I just. Do you remember the the TV series Cisco Kid? Oh, okay. I think it was the first Hispanic. That was television. around the Lone Ranger time, I think. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, it was. And how did they end the show? I don't know. I'm not sure Milton's old enough. Yeah, oh, <laughs> Poncho would say something. His sidekick. Okay. The funny sidekick. And then uh, Cisco would say, oh, no. He Poncho would say, oh, yeah. Cisco. And then Cisco would say, oh, Poncho. Okay. 
And that's where it ended. That's good. Well, thank you for sharing that. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all looked at me like I was. Okay. Screaming so we, we look at you like that all the time. Yeah, right? so not it's just because you were trying to make a joke. <laughs> well, that show was not. Uh, Did you see it up in? Oh the, yeah, but I mean I, that was that was a show that I would think was not popular with the um, Spanish speaking, or probably not. It, in the in the prior. Days prior to a little more sensitivity to the oh, Spanish language. Still, what would Jeremy say? I still watched it. Okay. Jerry's never been sensitive. <laughs> no. I still watched it. It was good. Let's focus on gardening. 210-308-8867. Did you see all the Cassandra oh, out there? Did you see all the Cassandra out there? The the orange? It's kind of a stunner. Kind of like I, your blue plumbago. I think he's colorblind. Where is it? Oh, maybe you yeah, can't he is. see it. Oh. No, you can see it. Okay, you see the guy with the cart? Look to the right of him. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. we well, last time we tried this, we were interrupted, but I was saying that the, there's a, a similar orange in the zinnia, both that uh, smaller version and then the dream, the dream hill version. Yeah. And but gosh, they they really uh, look good in a container on the patio. And they are, uh, of course, uh, zinnias look like they should be real drought tolerant, but they they do need regular watering. They'll uh, they'll uh, wilt pretty quickly. So in this kind of weather, out if they're in their full sun, it's uh, every two days to water them. But uh, it's another really attractive plant, showy plant, stays in bloom a long time, and brings in the hummingbirds and the butterflies and uh, all the pollinators so so there's another pretty orange if we're gonna go orange we've got that orange esperanza in the center aisle. yeah it's on the and center it, uh, yep and it has not stopped blooming since it's come in where's the center aisle, the center that, aisle. okay that's the one i saw it's okay down there yeah so that's in the number one pot yes okay yeah it's it looks pretty um the only drawback to that one is in the fall the bloom looks more aggy Yay. Uh, Yay. So there are some homes where you have, you know, divided homes. A divided so homes. So this spring is and spring and summer, you, you're supporting the Longhorns during and, the football season. Yeah. Kind yeah. of. Okay. But yeah, we'll see how that goes. I think uh, <laughs> UT's in the SEC now or something. I heard. Yeah, that's true. So they they play again. Yes. Okay. So I'll have to get one and put it at the house. Laura is really liking the uh, orange uh, vinca. It's unusual. Yeah, and it looks really good. Where is the orange vinca? Well, I don't know if we have any more. Yeah, there's a handful still. Okay. They're, they're by the entrance to the main building over there. And it looks really good. Is, that, just, is it the kind of kind of orange like the zinnias? In the it's, like a, it's like a, a cream soda orange. That would be the best okay. description I've got. A little like a sherbet type. Yeah. yeah. So it's definitely orange. Yeah. But it's not uh, UT or ten, Tennessee orange. It's a cream soda orange. So we have, uh, I'm surprised Jerry hasn't mentioned, uh, in addition to the orange, we've got about, about a million uh, vincas that are red and pink and uh, <laughs> other colors. That, of course, they're outstanding pl- plant for use in this kind of weather. And, you and, can, and the deer don't eat them, for sure. Yeah. And they're on sale. Four for $5. People don't care about that. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> if you don't care about what saving money, saying? come Our here. People and, are cheap. Yes, yes, they care. <laughs> yes, they do. I, I, now that's a that's a good sale. It's basically wait, wait till we wait till we try to charge a regular price. I guarantee uh, you, uh, you think they'll mention it? Yeah. <laughs> and you can buy peppers with peppers. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, I can see them from here. Yeah. And you got the okra. Anything new come in in the veggie and the herb department? Or mm, kind of. We got some moringa trees in. We've talked about that before. We have, yeah. And that's the uh, the leaves or something? Yeah, or? I think the whole plant's edible. Oh, okay. To some extent. What were you asking me, Calvin? Oh, I was just thinking <laughs> we're kind of at the end of the... Uh, and the, the peppers? One of the topics that we need to be talking about probably is uh, what to do with your tomatoes. No. <laughs> I've got... Pick, uh, pick them and throw them away. Yeah, oh. our poor tomatoes look Not bad. Not the tomatoes, the plant. Oh, okay. And you have a special way of throwing them away? I, I do. Uh, my suggestion is a trash bag over the top of the plant. Get it closed up a little bit. Cut it off at the ground. That way it's already in a bag in case you have mites. You don't spread them all the way through your yard. Yeah, well, that's one, one of the reasons we don't continue with our tomato plants through the summer. Yeah, and it's as hot as dry as it's been, they, hey. they've got perfect uh, reproduction. But, you know, I might have I have to see the availabilities uh, come Monday, but uh, might have some tomato tomatoes for uh, 4th of July, maybe. Oh, wow. If, not it'll, be next the, week if not, it'll be the following. Yeah. So I, I, th- I think they've got, they're growing some now. Yeah, but our fax machine and their fax machine don't talk. So I might have to wait till Monday, which is a holiday. No, that's the following Monday is the holiday. Yeah. So yeah, Monday anyway, is the 4th. We'll, uh, I hopefully have a better answer for you on Monday. So I have a question. I hope it doesn't offend anybody. Oh, I'm offended already. I know you are. Because you said I'm not, not being offended. <laughs> okay. You're offended by not being offended. Yeah, right. So take take the same. I'm just curious because we've talked about this with other plants. So I have a celebrity growing now. Pretend I do. I don't. Uh, and I think Laura got angry with the uh, the uh, rodeo tomato and just it's it's gone because it wasn't doing it. Poor, the poor Tomatoes looked horrible. But um, so you got a celebrity and you're going to try to get it through the fall. Okay. And so there's that one. And then I'm going to buy a celebrity here in a couple weeks. And you're going to you're going to do a test. I'm going to see. Yeah. Is the. Do you have mites on this? I don't know. You currently don't have. Which I which I don't know. Yeah, he does. (laughs) The answer is you probably do. Okay. And that's dangerous to put a new plant in next to a container. Oh, I didn't think of that. Well, okay. Because they'll jump your, over your, te- your test has a flaw there. Okay. <laughs> well, what if I don't put it next to it? I don't know. I'm just trying to see. Inside well, of it. The wind does blow, Milton, and uh, they, okay. will, they will find it. So, <laughs> it, you're, so what you're telling me in your uh, own way is it's just better to let it go, get a transplant, and start fresh. There you the, go. the new plant is going to produce better. It's stronger. It's more vigorous. And okay. It, and it hasn't taken the summer punishment. Yeah. That's yeah. a good point. All right. That's what I was just asking because there is another plant I think we've talked about where it's like, no, the, the, old, the new plant will outdo the old plant every time. Yeah. And it's, and it's one of those kind of crop plants. Almost okay. works with people, too. Almost. In fact, in fact <laughs> I think Trace has been reading up on uh, Neil Sparrow. Neil Ryan. No. Okay, well, hang on. we got to take. We got to do I a break real quick. I don't do Neil that. So hold on. We're, we're going to use that as a radio tease. Okay. We'll find out what Neil said right after this <laughs> on Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Our phone number, 
210-308-8867. If you know what Neil said, call us. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Deep in the heart of me So deep in my heart You're really a part of me And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, listen, uh, San Antonio... Uh, if you've got a, a deck out there, uh, if you've got a patio that just needs to look good again, remember how nice it looked at the beginning? It can look new again, and Barry Hagendorf of Deck and Patio Care can help you with that. Barry's been doing this since the mid-'80s, loves doing this. And what's great about this is you can go to his website and you can see a whole bunch of these decks and patios that he's refurbished, what they looked like before. And I've seen decks like this where they're kind of, gray and sooty looking and then look at the one next to it what did you say sooty sooty oh okay like they have soot on them okay um but yes you can uh, check it out at deckandpatiocare.com deckandpatiocare.com barry does it loves this stuff and he'll he's a deck geek uh when it comes to this and, and enjoys talking in fact he's probably one of the most respected people uh in the country and certainly one of the most respected people in the city and the state when it comes to this kind of work, 210-822-9147, 210-822-9147, deckandpatiocare.com. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867, and toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Oh, so what did Neil Sperry say? <laughs> he said, uh, plant and planting, what to plant. Remember, I warned you that fall tomatoes need to be planted starting next weekend. This is for Dallas and North. And before July 4th in most parts of Texas, start asking your favorite nursery if they're going to be handling it for you. New plants set out now will be far more productive than plants you attend Attempt to carry through from well, then, the spring. Well, then Neil just answered the question, too. So, so what I hear yeah. is Neil finally agreed with Jerry. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yes, despite the fact that Neil has been nothing but complimentary to Jerry. Um, he uh, And Neil also writes, ornamental sweet potatoes have become mainstream sources of color. Hmm. We sell and, a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, again, <laughs> again. Greg Grant has been uh, uh, proven correct. Okay. I got a picture from uh, Mr. McClure, and he sent me some pictures of his flare hibiscus. Ooh. Oh, is this the man that called us? Yeah. Well, wow. I don't know if he called us or not. Those are pretty. Do, do you see gorgeous. anything unusual about those, Milton? Uh, Look at the flowers, real good. Uh, no. The flowers are out of focus. Oh, is that because the camera won't do it? That's the camera won't do it. My printer won't do it. Now his picture was good. Oh, okay. But my printer and a lot of cameras, when you're taking close-ups, will blur the image because it's not so bright. It's it's bright and it's uh, fuchsia. It's 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 a unusual color. But uh, he he took 
I don't know whether he did it by accident or, or on purpose, but uh, he took this picture, the one he sent me, and it's in perfect focus in the shade. Oh, wow. So it's a great picture of yeah. uh, Flair. So, so I got a, a little, uh, how do I put this? I think I'm going to make both these gentlemen very happy with plants that they like to talk about. Oh, with, good. With next week's ad. Okay. Oh, and good. It, and it will be a very large ad. It's a so at least four items, five items for Calvin, two or three items for Jerry. <laughs> Man. Wow. Well, that's about I enough. Can't wait. Try. Do, um, is there anything you want to give me a hint on? Let's see if I can sneak it in an article. Uh, one of your favorite plants. Uh-oh. That you talk about uh-huh. Let's see. almost as much as zinnias. Zinnias? No, no, no. Not, <laughs> not, not mist flower. Uh, uh, Milkweed? Or uh, that's a possibility. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe porterweed. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, we got we got some really nice porterweed. So you got some here. really good guesses there, and you're about seventy-five percent right between Ooh. that. And, and a couple of Jerry's favorites. Does it have weed in the name? <laughs> uh, one, one thing might. One thing might. Okay. Gosh, uh, that'll be So good. just make your article plants that weeds we love. Yeah. Milkweed, porterweed. Here's my guess. Huh? Yeah. What else? What, what else is weed? <laughs> I think my I think my article next week is uh, weed, weed. more vines. This this it was uh, yeah. vines this week. Okay. Something and Jerry, more vines next something week. Something Jerry was just talking about recently in the last two minutes. Oh, flare. I'm not. Oh. I'm not divulging <laughs> this information. Oh wow, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh good. That'd be cool. I'll just say a lot of varieties of something Ooh. very similar. Okay. Um, yeah, are the are the peppers that we're seeing out there? Is that a real grande go? Uh, most of those, yeah. Those are four and a half inch pots, but we did get in some uh, chili pekin, which we hadn't had in a while, and um, some ornamental peppers, uh, okay. purple flash, and a couple oh, other ones too. They're they're killers, those ornamental. But is that the hot real grande? Well, that's a, there's an assortment out there. There's probably okay. still some hots left, but uh, yeah. Walking by, I just see Rio Grande Gold, but I bet there's some hots mixed in. Now, if you want to plant some of those, uh, take the peppers off. Take the peppers off. Can, can I eat them? Huh? Can yeah. I eat them? Oh, yes. yeah, you Go can ahead. eat them. Give them to Trace. <laughs> but uh, that, and then uh, keep it well watered and uh, water it every time you water it with Miracle Bro. So we, so we started about uh, maybe three weeks ago that every three days we're bringing the injector get out of here out here and hitting the peppers. I've been trying to get y'all to do that for 20-something years. You never asked me. I, just, uh, I talked to Charles. Okay, well, and this, what I was Char- Charles went on vacation a lot, and I did it anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that, that really helps tomatoes to, to give them a fertilization. Well, it, the now, best. if you... Uh, I've never tasted. I was, uh, I think, last week or the week before. I talked about the, the taste, of the real Grande. You know, I always bragged on the banana yeah. pepper. Uh huh. You know, both of them are, are good, but, but that real Grande is yeah, got it's a little pepper. a little flavor and it's got a little uh, it's texture. Yeah, yeah, the texture is very very Crunchy. pleasant too. It crunches when you eat it. <laughs> but so if you're a gardener and if you've never tried that, you need to try. 
Yeah. Get, get at least one plant, put it in a container. They do well in the container. Yeah, they do, and they're very forgiving too. And they can handle this this heat. Yeah. yeah. What more? I would. I guess I'd go ahead. Morning sun and uh, yeah. afternoon. That'd be better. Shade, yeah. Especially like, for these to make to re, re, well to make them come back. See, they've they've been in a smaller container and they look kind of ratty now. But if you take all the peppers off and uh, you start fertilizing them, and like Calvin said, put them in morning sun, afternoon shade, uh, they'll they'll come back when the, <clears throat> when the fall temperature is cool. Maybe after the rain next week. Maybe so. That'll be nice. <sighs> He's so anti-weather weather forecast. Um, so when he, when he dies and comes back, he's going to come back as a weatherman. There you go. Oh, that, that'll teach him. <laughs> uh, Steve Brown will turn over in his grave. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know what this hibiscus is in the background, Milton? That one right there? In the yeah, very background of his picture? Is that the Texas? That's uh, more grande. Oh, it is? See how the how the, yeah, the petals the, are the, separate? Yeah. Calvin, you can you, I don't know if you want to. Uh, can you see it? It's the pink? This one, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, they're, they've got the. Uh, yeah. So the, I appreciate that picture yeah. that he sent me. Uh, I see Neil also made a note of. Uh, about uh, milkweed, I don't know if I've oh, ever I ever noticed that he's written about G- good or bad. I, well, it's a, kind of a neutral. He's just telling everybody about uh, tropical milkweed and uh, and that there are some questions on on whether it's the best milkweed to use, but it's available and it's attractive. And he 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 said the the way you uh, they, they haven't. Just like we've been saying, the the research is not come is not clear that this is a problem. But just in case, do your pruning, regular pruning, so that the you don't extend the season of the milkweed. So so the idea would be you don't you don't want the milkweed to be uh, blooming in full foliage too far into the fall, so that we've got our monarchs staying here in San Antonio instead of going. To the uh, winter, you don't want a food old monarch. Kind of dumb. Side question: A year or two ago, you bought some white milkweed. How's that doing? Not didn't didn't make it through those freezes, and and it's been hard to find any. uh, I think a lot of gardeners are kind of looking for some. That's that's the tropical milkweed came through. You know, it's available and it's there. And they'll, a lot of gardeners, I think, uh, got it. They have it now, and they're counting on to have it in the spring when the when the monarchs come back through again. And this time, hopefully, the monarchs will be able to stop and lay some eggs. Now, Neil didn't say cut the blooms off in the fall, did he? Neil said, yeah, he said prune it in the fall. So, you know, the, the consumer is not going to do that. Right. It's pretty and blooming. They're just going to. I Let it keep going. I think you're right. Well, no I think I think no I think some, some some consumers are. Mm, I don't know. Just like Jerry saying that they should buy, 
buy the pepper and take the pepper off. They're, they're probably not going to take the pepper off. They're not going to take the pepper off. <laughs> they could at least enjoy the pepper. Yeah, well, they can eat it. Yeah, they could eat the pepper. But they're not going to take it off. They're going to leave it there. You mean even after I said it? Probably <laughs> mostly because you said it. Probably. Hey. It could be. Nice job, Trace. <laughs> oh, he just nice. set himself up for that, didn't he? He did. So watch if you get a chance to get some more of those those uh, green uh, green milkweed. Uh, I'll ask them. Uh, yeah, because that was a. They're, they're still. That, that growing operation is still recovering. Yeah, that was really an attra- may, another attractive milkweed, and it grew really well. I, w- I was surprised it didn't come back. I'll ask them if they have one of their other farms where uh, further south of here they yeah. might have it. <laughs> All right, 210 308 8867. 210 308 8867. The number to call. What's going on in your gardening world? What's what's going on with what you're? Well, there's there was another uh, really. Oh, I was going to tell you what I have. Plant over here. That uh, you know we were bragging on the the white uh, um, pumbago uh, last week. Now here we've got the uh, the the white uh, lavender lantana, the white uh, spreading lantana there, uh, and they're really nice plants. I, I thought he was going to talk about this duranta that's in this cart. That is that is spectacular. I saw them. Where is that? The green cart right here at the end. I can't believe that. Oh, it's okay. purple, isn't it? It's talk purple, and I think. Oh, okay, it is. That's where he's going. <laughs> yeah, that's another good good oh, plant. Oh yeah, good are, plant for the they, butterflies. They are in full bloom. <laughs> we'll talk a little bit about Duranta. Uh, it's my understanding the same family as Lantana. Uh, oh really? Yeah. But uh, in a lot of cases, considered a better perennial. I'm not sure about deer resistance. What do y'all think? No, I don't it's not a fuzzy leaf, but uh, excellent, excellent perennial. My my mother-in-law kept one alive, so that's pretty good. Uh-oh, it's, uh, it's got some neat. Well, good way to put that, Terry. Neat uh, berries too. It uh, it grew arching branches, almost like a Norfolk pine, and it was about eight feet tall. And this was in Houston, so she didn't have to worry about cold much. But mm. uh, very unique and and great character. Reminds me of a Lady Banks rose almost. Mm. A little bit. You know, I still have some of those. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I got some white ones. Well, I'm, I'm going to write <laughs> about, I, they're in my next article, Lady Banks rose. That's one of the, you know, you, you talk about uh, uh, climbing roses, and climbing roses are tough to manage. I sure wish I could get a, a, but, li- uh, Lady a Banks list is of not these things to beforehand. So I could try to have them. Can I get a list beforehand so I can try to have what you're talking to write about? Um, as my uh, sometimes I can. Okay. Yeah. Well, the, the more notice I have, the less hoops I got to jump. Well, through. yeah, but but the, also the uh, you, part of the motivation to write an article is when you got qu- questions or yeah. Can we ask it on the air? Yes. Sure. Okay, we're going to give you the mic. You'll be on the air. How can these guys help you? What's going on? All righty. Uh, I think in the spring you recommend to use the fertilizer slow release 614 Trace. something. Uh, 1959. 1959, yeah. I did it. Okay. Should I do it again now? In my mind, the answer is yes. Uh, it's normally three months after your first feeding. So do you, did you mark when you actually did the other one? Yeah, it was like in March. Okay. Is that, so then is that on the lawn? Yeah, you could have done it a month ago. Oh, I, so it's okay to spread it out now. As, as long as you water it in, uh, it shouldn't be an issue. The key is water, if you got water. water. Otherwise, it's a waste yeah. of nutrients. Now here's my second question. I uh, put uh, Socia Palisades uh, grass in my yard. Did 
great last year, whatever. And I've been watering it by hand, just whatever. But I'm getting brown spots. Is it now to feed? Is that why? Uh, is it what to feed? Yeah, should I feed it? Is that why I'm having little brown spots? Or probably, probably not. Is there a little bit of rust on there? Have you have you looked at that foliage? Like like, yeah, yeah it is. It looks yeah. like rust. Yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a it's a it's a uh, reason I'm familiar with it. I had zoysia grass and loved it, and uh, I would see the I'd see the rust this time of the year, right. and usually it was. And not, not really a devastating thing, but but there was not much you could do about it either. Okay, good. I, I figured maybe there were areas, because it's like a little slight slant, and it's come when I had it. There's like little lows that are whatever. Could I put in the fall maybe put some more topsoil, whatever, and what uh, yeah. now, or just leave it alone? And well, you could you could you could do that. It just, you just don't want to uh, set your uh, zoysia back too far. But that's right. Yeah. And we, we, we don't hesitate to say that about San Augustine grass because right. San Augustine's grow so fast. fast yeah. <laughs> right. And whereas, whereas zoysia, if you put a little soil on there, you got you got to kind of be it's temperamental. You got to wait for it to catch to up. Catch up, whatever. But it sounds like you you got the, the formula. Right thing. Yeah. Okay, so I guess this evening, go ahead and spread out the fertilizer, then water it down, and should be okay. Yeah. Well, in the morning. I'm, I don't I don't agree, I don't agree with the, the fertilizing this time of the year. Okay. You did I think that you did it at the right time. I would wait and do it a little later in the fall. But in the fall, okay. Yeah. But uh, as long as you can water it. Yes, I have been watering. Yeah. That was my main concern. They told me to water yeah. it, and it looks fairly good. It's just those little yeah. brown patches, um, and not cut it too. I don't I don't think low. I don't think you're going to get much of a response to the fertilizer this time. Okay, fine. Yeah. Because that's a good fertilizer to put it on the trees. Oh yeah, oh yeah. gosh, yeah. And that's, and, yeah, should yeah I, it's a good one for the lawn. Too. Right, yeah, because he got me got to grow my trees. Yeah. Well, great, you answered my questions. Thank, Thank you very much. Back. I missed Love all that. Oh, oh he's good. he had he's got rust. <laughs> he's got a little rust. <laughs> so he was gonna uh, manipulate the uh, try try to deal with some of the low spots, but I I told him it was a little harder. With soysia grass, it's much than, harder with soysia yeah, than San Augustine. So, so what are you doing the senior games? He's got a senior games shirt on. Okay. <laughs> Very cool. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, sounds good. We got to take a break. So Keep while us we do, hey, give us a call. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Bill Burgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevard Road on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Don't forget, if you've got something bugging you, termites, Fleas, roaches, ants, whatever it is. You haven't had any thrips on you for a while. Man. I haven't had any thrips. I was attacked by thrips one time up here. Yeah. We could have called Spider-Man. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you can call Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Warren Remy and the family of Spider-Man Pest Control, family-owned business here in San Antonio, and they've been doing it since 1976. And the reason is because they do such a great job. Go read those Google reviews. See how much people love 
working with them and work them year after year after year after year. Uh, I love having Spider-Man, uh, Termite, and Pest Control on their home pest-free team. 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. Or GoSpiderManPest.com. That's GoSpiderManPest.com. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Calvin got a beautiful picture in the newspaper today with his column. The bright butterfly vine and evergreen is an excellent choice. Isn't that a pretty picture? Where am I looking? At the bottom. bottom oh, yeah. Yeah, that is. Who took it? Forrest Appleton. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Did they have that on file or did you send it to them? I didn't, I didn't send it to them. They must have had it on file. Yeah. It's a great picture. And it... <laughs> And if you look, it's on a, you can tell it's on a, a wire fence, uh, which Forrest has rudely, so rudely, kept the deer out of his backyard all these years and not let them te- do to our plant test in his backyard. So uh, I, after when he goes out of town, I go over there and open the gate and let the deer in and see what they eat. Well, I told I told you that st- story, didn't I? Uh, where <laughs> one of our neighbors unfortunately passed away. Jerry uh-huh. would like this stuff, and his uh, son-in-law Uh-oh. came. You know, and they were looking over the house, and he he d- did not like the idea of shutting up the gate and keeping the deer up. Oh there and no! And so he. <laughs> He left it open, and then, of course, about seven neighbors called him and said, well, the deer are going to eat all that. And I said, he said, no, no, no. My neighborhood has deer, too, and they never bothered. Uh. <laughs> so two days later, the gates were all shut uh. and locked up. And uh, needless to say, his his uh, plants had been pruned oh, very, yeah. very well. Yeah. And the deer were very happy, and they are all standing there waiting for the gates to come open again. Hey, uh, we got uh, Ron on the line with a question about his crepe myrtles. 210-308-8867. Yeah, I've been seeing some bloom, Milton. There are some blooming, his or not, <laughs> so he needs our help. Yeah, the pinks are just like you mentioned. What's going on, Ron? Well, mine are not blooming. We've got two uh, uh, older crepe myrtles. They're as tall as the house. They've leafed out, but not a single bloom. Really? What color are they? Really? Pink? Well, when they bloom, they're uh, red. And they didn't bloom this spring. Yeah. Uh, one branch on one of them bloomed. Are they in the sun? Or are, are they, if they're that I, old? I'm not going to answer that. Oh. <laughs> oh. Why not? How much sun do they need? Well, it depends. <laughs> More it than depends. you're giving them. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it depends on the selection. But, but it is, uh, you can... You can kind of count on it changing every year, you know, as they get, as the trees around there grow bigger and get thicker. Right. So, so at some point, you probably you probably get to the point where there is maybe not enough sun for it to perform as much, as well as it used to. So it depends so the, on, yeah, it depends on the plant and depends on, 
Now those old, the red ones in the old days were were tough, tougher to get the bloom than they, than those the modern red ones. Should I feed them? Well, you can feed them; they'll love it. But uh, I'm not <laughs> not sure how if it uh, influences the bloom. But but it certainly are they. I mean, are they putting new growth on and everything? Yes. Foliage, foliage. Yeah, they're putting on new growth. And how old did you say they were? They're, well, the house was built in uh, 1979. They probably are 20, 30 years old. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, that's Bastion Barter, probably. Bar, right. Bastion Barter King. That's red. getting an answer on our trees. He said it was red. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're red. Uh, yeah. If it's 30 years old, I doubt if it's red. Oh. All right. We'll keep them as decorative. <laughs> yeah. Well, just see, yeah, just take a take a look at the uh, the bloom. You probably get a few blooms and just see see that color. Maybe they aren't as old as. There's really no way to force them into bloom. Can't make them bloom. Yeah, yeah. All right. About about the best thing you can do is be patient with them, and like Calvin says, be sure that they have new growth. They bloom on new growth. And right. so, uh, I, I guess they're kind of like peaches. Uh, you should have a certain amount of uh, new tender growth every year. Yeah, kind of, kind of make an assessment of your. You know, you you didn't want to talk about the amount of sun or shade. Kind of make an <laughs> make an assessment on how much shade they're getting, and then you can make a determination: is is it worthwhile to manipulate the shade trees a little bit to get some more bloom out of the crepe myrtles quite often it isn't you know if the foliage looks good and they're they fit in with the you know it's so wonderful to have shade here in san antonio that sometimes it's worthwhile to sacrifice the amount of bloom i I don't want to i don't want to manipulate my shade trees okay (laughs) yeah they don't like to be manipulated it's true. No, no. They hate to be no. manipulated. Now you got to be more. careful about that. Yeah, nothing no, worse. No manipulating. Nothing, right. nothing worse than a shade tree that's been manipulated. I know. Uh, hey, guys, I got to go. <laughs> All right, thanks. All right, bye-bye. Good luck. 10-4, everybody. Bye. Tell us what's going on. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Get on the line now. Uh, we may not take you till after the news, but uh, get on the line now. We'll take you first thing at 210-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Uh, All right. Got about wrote, two minutes. Somebody wrote in and said, why is desert willow sparse and not blooming? This should be desert willow time. And uh, this was a Neil question. It said, uh it's uh I'm assuming it was planted from a container and it was quit it it's uh, dry out much fat quickly than the surrounding landscape soils. So Why would Milton's guess be? <laughs> yeah. You oh. ne- you need to be soaking it deeply every second or third day. Desert willow grows at the edges of rivers and streams in southwest Texas. So they're accustomed to having their roots wet. Add some high nitrogen lawn fertilizer as well as stimulate new leaf and stem growth. 
No, I was. <laughs> I would. He, he didn't mention the light, sun. Uh, I guess he assumed it was in full sun. Because I, I, I wouldn't. That wouldn't be. Certainly wouldn't be the first thing I think about was water. <laughs> but I've uh, seen so many of them in really horrible yeah, dry hill yeah, tops. Oh yeah, they're, once they're established. Yeah, they're pretty tough. But uh, I was visiting my. Don't tell my doctor. Uh, my favorite chicken place okay. yesterday. Cane Again. And every that, day. That, that thing was <laughs> no. That thing was uh, landscaped with bubble desert. Yeah, right? I see a lot of them. And I mean, they were, were they, blooming? They, they were blooming their yeah. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Garden in South Texas on The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. 210-308-8867. It's beautiful out here at Millburgers. I had a couple folks that came up and asked their gardening questions in person. We love that. Oh, he got a pepper. And we'd love for you to come on and call us at 210-308-8867. There's a nice crowd out here, so the sun has not kept uh, people from uh, coming on out to Mill Burgers. And, uh, boy, if you like color, reds, pinks, salmons, whites. Uh, Are there uh, any whites out there? Some. Uh, uh, the Vincas? Well, there are whites right here. Did you? Oh, you get the Lantana. Yeah. 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 Did, uh, I don't know if you all walked in the front. But I came in the front, and they've got uh, hanging baskets of red bougainvilleas. Oh, really? Beautiful red bougainvilleas. They must have got them from uh, that place that had them. It's kind of snuck up on us, bougainvillea yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. We we had them hanging baskets. There's some, there a bunch of hanging baskets here. But uh, I just, you, you mentioned that, and I hadn't even <laughs> thought about it. But I think a lot of people, uh, I think a lot of the growers got frozen back. But uh, these are in uh, in the hanging baskets, so they're ready for the patio or hang them in a tree or whatever and they, you want to do. There's another plant. We were talking about plants that uh, don't mind the 100-degree heat. Oh. Bougainvillea lo- deal with it. They love it. <laughs> and uh, they take the full sun. And... Uh, it's quite. A, it's not, not easy to uh, underwater them either. Yeah, Some, sometimes they uh, bloom better if you kind of let them dry out. A lot, a lot of time, yeah. I used to. <laughs> I, people want to know how to keep them in bloom. Keeping them in bloom has a lot to do with the variety. There's a lot of varieties of bougainvillea, and uh, we used to. What. Speaking Uh-oh. of bougainvillea, two of your favorite plants here. Oh, right next to each other. Oh yeah, it's a pretty combination. Esperanza and blue and uh, yeah, bougainvillea. And uh, we would go out to Phil Hovey's. Uh, oh gosh, yeah. And speak to him <laughs> and his lovely wife. They both passed, Smith. I'm sorry. You're, people, if people are in your stories, <laughs> if you're alive and you hear Jerry talking about you, you need to check the obituary or get to the hospital now. <laughs> it's true. It's sad, but it's okay. Well, you talk. You mentioned Phil, and I, 
Bougainvillea he's famous for, but he's also famous for when you go to lunch with him. And yeah. He's, pop, he's popping one of those uh, chili patines. Chili patines every every bite of his uh, lunch. Oh man! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I went. In fact, the the write up on uh, PlantAnswers.com on the Bougainvillea. Uh, I, I think it was written by Phil Hogan. Uh, but it's got pictures of he and his wife there. They're, they're past. And, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, but anyway, uh, he, 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 I think uh, he listed his favorite uh, Bougainvillea varieties. Uh, I had one time we were going to do uh, a... Uh, Variety evaluation of Bougainville, but I never got around to it. But uh, he he was. I've listed in that write-up uh, the Bougainvilles that he said bloomed the best, and uh, along with his pictures, he's passed. Okay, I know. I called my my doctor's office <laughs> and was on hold, and they said, "Thank you for calling, Doctor Blank," and if. If this is an emergency or if Jerry Parsons has mentioned you in a story, get to the emergency room now. <laughs> Don't listen to any other doctor. That's right. Go, go, go. I have outlived my urologist. I've outlived several doctors. Anyway. Okay. Uh, i got a question. Uh, I don't know where the zip code is. It's 15714. You want me to check? Yeah. Okay, hold on. Fifteen seven one four. That's not San Antonio. That's the question. Uh, I just said it was oh, it says uh, Pennsylvania. Oh, jeez. Can I send a picture of something growing around oaks? Oh, in Pennsylvania. I have no idea what it is. <laughs> and uh, I probably was going to forward that on to Mark, mm-hmm. but. Uh, uh, we've we've gotten several questions about people not knowing how to send a picture. No, how odd. Oh, because oh, it's not easy on the. Yeah, I guess it's on not the easy. site. So I the uh, site may not be. I let I let my uh, webmaster uh, tackle that problem, and uh, and we put it in the answer the ask the answer man, and we put a. a a little note there said to send images for your questions please submit below form and include images on a separate email to uh, pictures for questions at plantanswers.com and see oh, good. we're going to see if that's going to help that might help yep people hey marty's on the line at 210-308-8867 210 210-308- Eighty-eight, sixty-seven. Welcome, Marty. What's going on today? <laughs> I'm here listening to you guys, enjoying enjoying y'all's comments. <laughs> don't not talk about Marty, on Jerry, at all. Okay. I don't want to hear any stories <laughs> about Marty. Don't, don't talk about Bruno either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, I have a question for uh, for Doctor uh, Parsons and and the rest of you. Uh, Sure, I'll try to answer. I heard Dr. Okay, Okay, I know you could probably do it. I heard Dr. Parsons at one time uh, talk about Calamundo. 
Calamundos. There you go. I like the way he pronounces it, Calamundo. <laughs> well, I was wondering, is, is that a is that a, a, a citrus fruit, and is that a cross between some fruits or not? Yeah, uh, that's a citrus tree, and uh, I, I I first got got the seed uh, years ago. I don't remember how many years ago that was. But uh, from the botanical garden, and Mr. Moy had planted it. Uh-huh. And it, it was full of uh, little red fruit, I mean little orange fruit. But when I looked up uh, Calamondum, they were talking about that that's the uh, citrus that is sold uh, in, the, uh, in the funny papers and newspapers and things like that. That you get in the box, you know, you order it, and it's, okay. of course it shows a picture, a drawing of uh, a tree loaded with oranges. Okay. And, uh, and so you order it because you want that citrus, and they okay. send you a little bitty old seedling. Uh, oh wow! It, it, it must be it's a seedling, and uh, so I thought that's what that I had there. And right. we we made some wild claims, <laughs> mm. uh, which uh, you know said it was going to bloom. Uh, it's going to be perfect for a, a container plant, and it's going to bloom, and it's going to have lots of fruit, and right. uh, on and on and on. Now, I don't think you were bragging on the fruit too much. I mean, you said it would have lots, but yeah, yeah. I think you wasn't was, like it a, was seedy. It wasn't a satsuma. Yeah, it wasn't a satsuma. I don't even think it was sweet. I think it was really tart. If I remember your things correctly. Well, calamundum is not really sweet. No, no, that's right. They, they use it for co- a lot of cooking. Things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, a lot of people planted them and uh, gave me hell for, what, two years, three <laughs> years? more than that. <laughs> we, we would get calls like, I've had my calamundin for 10 years yeah. now, and it hasn't bloomed once. But, yeah. but then all of a sudden. Uh, all of a sudden, we, we got good reports. We started getting calls in about blooming. And I don't think it froze back. Ooh, really? wow. It froze wow. back, but. Did you have one, Calvin? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's growing back, and it's um, must must not have had a, a, a root rootstock. Yeah, yeah, it was on its own rootstock. Wow. Yeah, 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 they're because it looks good. Because it was grown from seed that I got at the botanical garden. So, wow. uh, but it it came back. It comes back, and uh, the people that fruited it, right? Like we, uh, it said that their grandkids love it. They loved it. Really, it's a it's a small yeah. fruit, but if you let it, and it's a beautiful tree and beautiful uh, fruit, all, all that orange right. fruit on there. But uh, it's not what I thought it was. So it's it's not a cross like say between an orange and a loquat or something. No, like that. no, no, no. It's a independent. I mean, in fact, I was thinking that there is like fifteen or sixteen different selections. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. You know, when, when and, Milton or Jerry talked about the, the taste, all those different, right. some of them are much sweeter than the Yeah, others. yeah. There's a, I, I think it's more related to uh, ca, uh, cal, uh, not 
Callum. Cal, uh, kumquat. Kum, kumquat. Kumquat. Okay. kumquat. Yeah, kumquat. I think it's very related to a kumquat, and, uh, which I never have been interested in because you eat the, eat the peeling. <laughs> oh, okay. You, you okay. don't eat the peeling of this one I sent you because uh, it's, it's kind of bitter, I think. But the inside, uh, without the seed, is not bad. Okay. But uh, everybody talks about how their kids like it. Because uh, little one, one and pe- peels like a that right up Where they said that they make a marmalade out of it. Yeah, right. Oh, oh that'd yeah. be good. Yeah. I can see that. Um, yeah, marmalade so, is good. I, I like marmalade. Would see. they be selling that at, at Mill Burgers or not? No. Well, no. they'd play a kumquat, probably. I don't know. But, but not if, if uh, right, right, right now, it seems to be we've got uh, lemons and limes. Yeah. That's about it right okay. now. I, I okay. would invest in a uh, uh, lemon. That, that, uh, Meyer lemon. Meyer lemon. That's improved. A good, okay. That's a good bet. Yeah. I was, uh, now one other question. Uh, I think it was uh, is it Lynn Lowry. Yeah, you, you, you talked you talk at one time about a, um, a lemon that I think that he was looking into, but they, he had a problem with it in that I think it was the zest part that they oh. couldn't use or or, or you, yeah, didn't. You, no, it was one of Miss Moy's. Moy's. It was Mister Moy's, and Jared, oh, was, Jared was exploring whether it was okay. worthwhile introducing it, and one of the okay. one, one of the tests was the. Uh, my wife and s- some other gardeners yeah. were t- testing that. Uh, what do you call that? <laughs> uh, zest. 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 Yeah. I always thought zest, that was right. soap. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> my wife didn't uh, didn't care for the zest. Of course, she really liked okay. the Myra lemon. But there right. were other gardeners that that liked it a lot. So. Yeah. Oh wow. So I guess to each his own, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I. Th- I'm pretty sure that uh, we had three or four trees out at Uvalde. Okay. And I'm pretty sure most of them froze back. Oh, back. no. No. But uh, <laughs> it was a very productive uh, tree. Yeah. Okay. Did you have a question? Okay. Oh, oh well, for Cal- Well, thank okay. you. Thank you for Thanks, filling Mark. me in on the, on the, on the Calamundo. <laughs> Calamundo. <laughs> Calamundo, there you go. <laughs> Live forever. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Okay, okay, thank you for calling. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. You know Lynn Lowers passed away. Man. Oh, every story. Uh, I hate to tell you. Huh. <laughs> I'm t- <laughs> I'm a, I must have uh, hung out with a bunch of older people. Maybe so. <laughs> Are ill people. Yeah. <laughs> I did, I, 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 Calvin distracted. I was, I was looking back when we first, when I first started talking about drip irrigation. Yeah. And it, uh, I found a 1985. Wow. Yeah. And the f- first, the second show I ever did was on Zenius. Huh. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. So I didn't want Calvin to hear that. He was just cheating off you. <laughs> he heard that and said, Zenias are going to be mine someday. I'm going to own, own that plant. No, I don't think he was here then. Oh, okay. 
Hey, speaking of drip irrigation, before we go to break, let's tell you about the tree hugger sprinklers that we have here at Millburgers. Tree I hug- love my tree hugger. Yeah, I know you do. I'm glad. And uh, <laughs> that's kind of cool. The um, you got the little 7-inch. Yeah. Although you use it periodically for different things. But the cool thing is it's got a little hinge on it, so you can open it up and close it around the trunk. So if you've got, like you mentioned, maybe some of those plants that re-sprouted, yeah. Uh, after the freeze, you could do this tree hugger, and you could turn it up a little, itty bitty bit, and it just kind of soaks down into the oh, soil, yeah. gets that root ball, or you can turn it up higher, and you can do the um, uh, the drip line, too. Uh, Millburgers has them. They have them at HEB, but uh, you know it's a great product, the winner of the 2021 Pinnacle Award. Uh, you can email Jerry for other uses of the, uh, <laughs> the tree hugger as he's finding new uses every day. the bird bath. Yeah. Uh, so tree hugger sprinklers uh, right here at Millburgers, winner of the 2021 Pinnacle Award. And uh, you can get them online, but they're cheaper to come out and get them at Millburgers. So if you want to save some money, come on out and get them in person. We're going to take a quick break. Our phone number, 210-308-8867. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Oh, I was going to tell you what's, what's, uh, what's happening in Milton's yard. Is it time for our What's Happening in Milton's Yard segment? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm getting pretty hot, Milton. I don't, I don't know if I can tolerate that or not. Um, my my <laughs> fanic phlox is blooming, and it looks beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it smells wonderful. Yeah. I have to get in close and sniff it. <laughs> Remember when we uh, first brought it to people's attention uh-huh. that it smelled like uh, lilacs? Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and <laughs> so while we loud were sitting and here... <laughs> It didn't it didn't even make it through the show. Every, no, all, just, everything was sold. Yeah, that's a beautiful flock. Yeah, and, and it, we don't we don't have it very much. Very but Jerry, often. you brought up this. They're they're uh, they're not a drought tolerant. No, plant, I've got I've got some, you know a lady from uh, New Braunfels Canyon Lake I think it was uh, brought me some plants, and I planted them in the, the best. Soil mix I have, which is basically a potting mix, and uh, now it's just hot weather here. I have to water them about every other day. Yeah, for sure. And uh, but they're little plants, but they've got a big root system. So I'm I'm sure once they go through a year and get a well-established root system, that they'll be pretty. Uh, Jeremy wanted to. <laughs> My son wanted, he sits on the back porch a lot. Oh, uh, that'd be nice. Yeah, and he wanted to plant some on the back porch, around the back porch. I, said, I used to have a rose garden. Do they have, do they have seeds? 
No. I guess. Oh. No. Okay. Uh, can you even if they did, it wouldn't. Uh, it wouldn't come true for What about season. cuttings? Oh yeah, they root easy from cuttings. Hmm. Yeah, you don't. You just take a. I mean, they, they fill up a half whiskey barrel. That's what I've been <laughs> mining most. Yeah. Mostly, and you, all you do is take a little hand shovel and take a little piece out of it, and it's oh, okay. with a root already on it. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. And uh, that's easy. Yeah. Maybe I could do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> but but anyway, uh, yeah, that's, it's, uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's a great plant. And uh, guess who found that? Greg Grant. There you go. Okay. Don't tell uh, a story about him. On the east, I think he, I checked with him last. He's still alive. Okay. He did have a heart examination about two weeks ago. And uh, be careful. And he got married. That's yeah. all. That's always a, a challenge. Yeah, to a Louisiana woman. Ooh, and he's still she, surviving. She's a cook, good cook. <laughs> he said. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> but uh, the butterflies like him too. Oh yeah, and uh, he found he found that on uh, East Side over by Rigsby. Oh really? Is that East Side? Yeah. I guess so. Over at Rigsby and uh, WWY, and near Phoenix, <laughs> found it in a in a growing the lady's yard. And as usual, he swung in there <laughs> with plants and bartered for some cutting. Oh, okay. And I think that was after uh, John Vanek, uh had passed. He passed. Man. Uh, anyway, uh, and he got that and he named it after John Fanning. The interesting thing was when we made it a Texas superstar, uh, we, we always tell the nurseryman, commercial nurseryman, several weeks ahead, well, months ahead, maybe sometimes years ahead, so they'll have a supply. And so the only only nursery that had a supply was Phoenix. <laughs> no, but they were the first ones to order plants from, from that supplier, local supplier here in town. And they weren't Phoenix. They were white flocks. Oh, no. And the way they knew they weren't Phoenix is because they're really susceptible to powder mildew. Regular regular flocks, mildew would just oh okay wipe them out. But uh, now the, you know the interesting thing about that is up north where they grow in the ditches, they don't have don't seem to have mildew. You ever grow them in uh, in uh, up north? Um, I don't I don't I, I think we grew them, but I don't remember ever having mildew issues huh? or, yeah <laughs> yeah. And I, ne- I never remember growing any that are as exciting as Fanny's flocks. Yeah, are. yeah, and they're 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 that wild flocks. Yeah, and the uh, of course that that fragrance is pretty hard. No, oh, yeah. Do any of the other flocks have fragrance? I think so. Yeah. Do they? Yeah. Because okay, I've never never noticed. There's them. a nursery in North Carolina that uh, has a variety of those flocks, and he he's got. Uh, Hispanic flocks, of course. But uh, 
Anyway, it's a, it's a good flock. And uh, very seldom is it is it available to grow, to to nurseries so they can sell them. But we will keep an eye out for them. The uh, how did we get off on that? I just mentioned that mine was doing really well. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, we we could put that in Milton proof. It's it's close. I mean, <laughs> it's it's not a once plant I would normally get as a Milton proof. Yeah, but one, once well, yeah it, it does sand. require once every two yeah. days water, <laughs> even when it's in a half whiskey barrel. <laughs> I I when I was getting into the ornamentals. And uh, I knew flocks, annual flocks. I liked it and grew it. But I didn't know there was such a thing as a perennial flocks. That's a perennial flock. In other words, it comes back year after year after year. And uh, so a lady called me from, she was from the south side, right in, right off, right out of downtown. And uh, she had it lying in her driveway either side of her driveway because it spreads it can be spread just like calvin was talking about taking a digging up a root piece of the root planting it down so she had it on each side of her driveway and it was it was beautiful what was the flocks that we promoted it was years ago um i think then we have a trouble with virus or something on it but it was a just there was a pretty Spectacular. Was it a phlox? Uh, was it a verbena? Maybe it was a verbena. Yeah, yeah. blue, blue, uh, blue princess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a nice. Yeah. That was. I, I don't know why, but uh, verbena has lost favor or something. I don't know, but uh, when we did that blue princess, uh, yeah. everybody was using it. Yeah. What's up? All right. <laughs> oh, Calvin talks. To- Oh, here. Did you want to come on the air with us? Oh, okay. Well, you talk to Calvin. Uh, All right. We got Trace with us. <laughs> here's here's a, a deal that uh, Neil Sparrow wrote again. It says, on the lookout. That plants look like they're burning up. Burning up. And Neil says, I'm getting more and more questions from people with that description. It's probably spider mites. We were talking about Neil when I left. And then <laughs> we were talking about Neil again. So, yeah, you missed, you missed all our questions. We had questions on, uh, you don't have any... Uh, Fanic flocks. No. Well, no, everybody stopped growing it. That was, oh. that was one of the ones I had a conversation with David. Nobody's growing it. Yep. Even Everybody though, likes it. Even though it's a Texas superstar. What's the other one that Marty was talking about, the uh, citrus? Oh, Calamundos. Calamundo, yeah. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> I just placed a citrus order. Uh-oh. Yeah? They said for fall. Now, I don't know if that means two months from now or <laughs> five or six weeks from now. Uh-huh. Uh, but it had oranges and... Lemons, limes, and Calamundin was listed. Marty, Uh-oh. you listening? Uh-oh. So keep checking back. Okay. And, and so it's on order for whenever fall comes in the grower's mind. Okay. So is it, did they describe the fruit? 
No, but it's uh, it's an orange that you cook with. You don't just eat it. Okay, yeah. And fact, we it probably doesn't taste very good. And that's why they use it for cooking. Yeah. We had a good question that we sometimes get, which is, can you make the soil acid enough for azaleas and other acid-loving? No. In a pot. Oh, in a pot. In a you pot, the answer is yes. Okay. Like a blue in the ground, bear. it would be almost impossible. Well, we've had gardeners, though, that have done a pretty fair job yeah. of that. I heard stories, this was a long time ago, <laughs> where people dug out huge trenches. And then they lined it with plastic, which I'm sure worked for a while, but eventually it deteriorates. Well, they, we had, they filled in with sphagnum, and they, they made it temporarily good. But okay. every time they water, they're watering with lime water. Yeah. So no matter how good you try to do your prep, every time you water, you're sending it back the other direction. Yeah. I remember one lady that wanted to grow some azaleas as, as uh, the, she and her husband, they were elderly, Milton. I'm sure they've passed. Stop somehow. it. This is getting scary now. <laughs> it's like a Halloween show. But anyway, they would go to, yeah. East, they would go East, to Tex- East Texas and get pine needles. Lo- yeah. Loads of pine needles. Well, yeah. Several, what? Every other month or something. Yeah. To, that's what they use for their... you remember spring. that? Oh, gosh, yeah. That person? Yeah, but they. I was trying to remember what stopped them from going. It, it was a snake. According to Jerry, right. it was death. Yeah. <laughs> that would stop him. Yeah. 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 It, it was a poisonous snake that just... What? That just... When uh, they were getting their needles. Oh. Breaking oh. them up. Yeah. They just never ha- had that experience before. <laughs> so the right answer, Milton, is grow it in a pot. Okay. Yeah. And then you feed with mere acid every two weeks for the rest oh. of its life. There's generally enough iron in the mere acid to counteract the lime in the water. And if... For some reason not, then you just give them a couple zaps with chelated iron. Uh, I grew the, um, for a couple years in that half peat, half something soil. Yeah. I blew the August Beauty. So Jerry's comment was probably pretty good. Follow all the soil instructions for growing a blueberry. Oh, yeah. And you're probably going to be okay. And those, actually, those instructions are on plantanswers.com. Yeah. Somebody wrote, he wrote that, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. You can uh, you can kill, you can have a two acid temporarily if you use like vinegar or something to acidify the water. Yeah, and so that that you got to be a little careful. It doesn't take much vinegar to acidify oh, right? the water. So yeah, water is it's not the same. You know, it's not doesn't have the same chemical capacity that soil does. Like our soil is, it's just has lots and lots of potential. The water doesn't have that much mm. uh, reserve That's capability. True. So you okay. want to be careful. Well, all you, your bumbles left. Why did all the bumbles leave the porterweed? <laughs> well, they're all, it's a uh, it time uh, of day. Ta- tavern time, isn't it? Oh, is it? Oh, they're yeah. all there. They're hanging in the tavern, just yeah. bumbling. And it's Saturday. So porter, porterweed has weed in the name. Right. Yeah, that goes along with your earlier. Yeah, that's my theory. Porterweed, milkweed. But what else is, has weed? In the name. That's their butterfly like weed? Marijuana weed. No, but you can't write about that in Express <laughs> well, that's, News. That's the same. It's butter- coming, though. Okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, I didn't finish my. Okay, why don't you finish? Reading of the plant looks like their plants look like they're burning up. This is a Neo question. I'm getting more and more questions from people with that description. It's probably spider mites. 
Are we back on tomatoes, or what are we on? Uh, well, different plants. Okay. Thump one of the dying branches, leaves, over white paper. If the dust uh, specks start to move, those are mites. Treat with an insecticide that is labeled for control of spider mites. You, right. know, you know the best control for spider mites? Throw away the plant. Put them in garbage. Yep. That's about that. At this so, time of the year, that's about it. So I got one thing to add. Uh oh. There are more kinds of mites than just spider mites. That's true. So if it's red and it's running around on that paper, then file 13 the plant. <laughs> and But if it's a different color, those those are much more manageable. It's true. I, I've. I can kill off the little black ones. I can't kill off the little red ones. <laughs> okay. I've only dealt with the red-spotted uh, uh, spider. But uh, the, I think about the only insecticide that's labeled for control of spider mites. Now, the kill thing is not available. Is uh, It's been like 20 years. Is <laughs> no, he's still upset it's, about it's it. It's like yesterday to him. <laughs> yeah. I loved it when they found DDT in it. It was really working good with that DDT in I'm it. trying to show you something I saw on Facebook. <laughs> I tried to send it to you. But anyway. so that's what I'm doing. Y'all keep talking. But anyway, uh, uh, is Malathion. I think Malathion lists it. And if, if the word control is there, then the bear complete says control spider mites. Oh, is that right? Not, it didn't, didn't say kill. It says control. <laughs> yeah, somebody was, let's see, did I, I think I got a question on this. Somebody was going to uh, spray the spray the uh, bottom of the leaves of the plant with a hard spray. Uh, maybe every, every other day or every day. And uh, that's that's probably as good as control as you can get. And Calvin and uh, all of us used to recommend uh, the uh, ba- uh, seaweed, seaweed, extract. seaweed extract. And it was not a, again, it was not a killer. It yeah. was a, it seemed to slow it's, things down. Yeah, it's supposed to slow their reproduction down. So but I, I, so I, heard, I heard it made the cell wall thicker. And they couldn't get their little doodad in to suck out the chlorophyll. Oh, huh. they could. Oh, yeah. Was it? It's they, a, they eat like a mosquito mill. Okay. <laughs> it's a, so it was a com- complex me- mechanism for sure on them. Yeah, that's interesting. But the work was done. Uh, said that uh, uh, it messed up their reproduction cycle. So I was going to show this to you, Trace. See if you can read that. This was uh, on my Merloton group, and I instantly thought of you. I, I like it. Yeah. it's uh, Apparently, DeWalt agrees with me. Yeah, apparently so. Remember the Merloton people? Anybody? Yeah, you oh, do. Yeah. They were the, the, yeah, the vine. Yeah. The, it the was vine the, that only produces in the fall. Something, yeah. About 30 minutes before the freeze kills it. It's a, they call this the leaf-footed stink bug terminator. All right. And it's a DeWalt uh, vacuum, hand vacuum. Uh, yeah. I've used this for several years. It's worth the expense because it also can be used around the house and in the car. I attached an 18-inch, uh, wait, yeah, 18, 18 foot maybe? I gotta, <laughs> no, it's, it got to be inches. Okay, PVC tube and a half-inch PVC pipe to the end of one of the extensions. 
with duct tape and created a wand to suck up stink bugs and not my baby Merlotons and tomatoes. Most hand vacuums don't have the power. This one does. Grandkids love it, too, because they can use it in the garden to suck up bugs. Well, that's always battery-powered, so uh, yeah, you're not, you're not limited when you go to chase them around. You don't have to drag the cord with you. That's true. And you use a dry vac, right? Uh, wet dry wet vac. vac. <laughs> All right, you may I, want to look I'll, into this. I'll, Maybe I'll, you want to I sell these have, now. I did have to teach my wife something. <laughs> so she's only used it as a wet vac. Uh huh. So she started vacuuming something in the house after that accident. Yeah. And, and so she didn't put the filter in there, so it shot the dust all back over through. The oh house. yeah. Oh. <laughs> she was she was crying. I had to say, well, why didn't you put the filter in? Yeah, and that, I'm sure that helped. <laughs> it did. Oh, did it? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we need to sell this. You need to have you know stink bug stuff on the insecticide, the pesticide aisle, and then have these uh, these Dewalt uh, things. All right. I didn't end up buying one. What's that? I didn't end up buying one. Yeah, it's true. Um, and grasshoppers. Calvin had a question on how to get oh, rid of grasshoppers. Yeah, that's about it. I think he he, uh, he mentions you on that. You got credit for that, too. And you may want to try uh, Trace. What he does is. Well, on grasshoppers, there's nothing <laughs> There's nothing left to do. Once they're big, you know, yeah. the only thing that kill them is a brick or being <laughs> stuck on the inside of the vacuum. Yeah. Or Jerry's uh, club. <laughs> Now don't they're they're carnivorous, aren't they? Don't they, they eat each other? They, each other, they would. Yeah. That's why that Nolo works yeah. pretty well. If you give them the that's Milton, that's the plague for grasshoppers. <laughs> Nolo, Nolo. So it's a yeah, bio- it biological control makes one sick, the other one sees he's sick, oh, so he eats, eats him, him and, then <laughs> get the, and so on and so forth. Huh, that's interesting. But it only works while they're little. Yeah, they're, you got oh. Yeah, and you it has watch a, for them. And it has an expiration worse than milk. So <laughs> if, if you're going to think about doing it, you need to investigate how long, how old it is. This is not one of those, hey, I've had this on my uh, garage for um, two years. And yeah, no, it's no. Okay. two weeks and maybe. But wow, that's quick. Hey, we need to take a quick break. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. getting some caladiums. We'll be back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Uh, hopefully Trace will stay with us, Dr. Calvin Finch. Dr. Jerry Parsons, I'm Milton Glick, and this is 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. We've got about 13 minutes left, so give us a call. Sneak in right here at the end and uh, tell us what's going on. How can we help you and your gardening world? 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. How are things, other things doing? Are figs? I'm trying to think of, uh, are they... When would we normally get figs? Well, they'd have figs on them now. Oh, would they? Okay. I'm sure they'd be ripe for a while. Is the yeah. sun going to hurt them? or Water water in combination with the heat. Okay. There's a d- debate. Some of them look pretty good, but always uh, question whether they're ever, ever ripen in this kind of weather. Yeah. Oh, okay. Huh. I have a, another question. We were driving through a neighborhood. And, I mean, it could have been anything, but we did talk about it, uh, or I think Mark did, and we saw that just this limb had randomly fallen from an oak tree. 
And is that in, is that one of the things that can happen when you have a droughty, hot? Yeah, you know, you know what they call that, Mitch? Uh-uh. Sudden limb drop. Wow, they think of everything. I swear that's the thing. Okay. <laughs> Suddenly, because they don't know what causes it. And is that a... Uh, it's fairly nice-sized limbs, too. Yeah, this one was a nice medium-sized limb. Looked like it probably yeah. went from the tree all the way to the driveway. They're, so. they're able to re- relate it to the heat, though. It happens yeah. Or to the heat or the dry. Now, wouldn't a porcupine Maybe do both. that, too? A porcupine would do that? I think so. Oh, wouldn't wow. Not in my backyard, no. it did. Well, do you have, okay. <laughs> yeah, porcupine will... Dr. Laura Shreve, he's passed. Man. The porcupine or the, the doctor? Uh, both. <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, he used to have a hell of a time with them uh, stripping the bark off of his mm. apple trees in Uvalde. He hated them. But uh, I, did, I guess I've never seen a porcupine in I Texas. didn't think they were around here, but I've heard stories. I've yeah, heard they, stories, they too. There are around here. But uh, anyway, uh, but that sudden limb drop is weird. Uh, it happened on my redo, Texas redo. Yeah. Of course, pecans are the most notorious. Now, if it drops on your car, that's a little more dist- or your house. That's yeah, this was in the backyard. Yeah. And it all it. it uh, Did it make a noise? No, <laughs> no, no, it wasn't anybody. When, out when there. it crashes into your car, it does. <laughs> yeah. The. Uh, but the interesting thing about it is it ha- it occurs on a still day, still night, oh, no, no no wind, wind. blowing. Huh. And uh, we had uh, I had uh, Jim. What was the ar- famous ar- the arborist that we like around town? Uh, the, the checks on the trees. Uh, got, got his own place now, our own service. Jim something. Uh, but anyway, he came over to my house and and said, I said, I don't know what's causing this. You know, we've all we're used to, to uh, squirrels scratching the the bark, especially when it's dry, and uh, maybe some li- little limbs will fall off. But these are large limbs, two and a half, three. Well, I mean, that big, that big huge limbs. And uh, he said they don't know what causes it. Because pecans, a lot of times when they load down with uh, pecans, they'll uh, they'll break off. But these just bam right out of the top of the tree, and they're huge. Uh, changing the subject, I as I was walking in, I saw those beautiful hanging baskets of, of red bougainvillea. Mm-hmm. Is that from Oso? It is. Or right. they finally got some plants. Yeah, it's been every other week, although it's probably going to be uh, slow bougainvillea time for another three or four weeks till so you can get some more in color. Yeah. But he's the one with that red, and that's a... Yeah, that's, that's pretty. That's a, a patent, and I, and I finally got the joke in the name, Milton. Oso Red. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> that's cute. But it is red. Aren't aren't there two shades of red? Well, there's an orange too. Oh, and and, it, and from a distance it can look a little red. Okay. That one is not oh so red. <laughs> it's oh so orange. Oh so orange. But, but that's not the real name. Okay. 
But in, anyway, uh, are they still owned by the same people? Well, it's one. Okay, what happened to the other one? One brother bought the other. Huh? One brother bought out the other. Oh, did he? Okay. I thought he passed. One of them passed no, away. No, one bought out. No. One bought out the <laughs> other. every story about people you know. <laughs> and, and then the big freeze came, so yeah. he was struggling for a little while. No. They've been but, a good nursery. But they, uh, they they recovered pretty well. You know they they, were, they did some rewholesaling for uh, a little while to get get some money back in the bank. Yeah, they were the first ones to really promote uh, Montezuma cycle. Who who are you talking about? Oso Nursery and uh, right outside of Corpus. Isn't yep, it's by Oso Bay. Yeah, but they they're a good nursery. Uh, looking at Calvin's article, he talks about coral vine. Queen's Crown. Do you sell coral? I would if I could find it. <laughs> you sell it. We've motor, had it. I, I, Off and I, on. I yeah. know it's easy to root, but I imagine it's hard to well, get it prepared when, for sale in a nursery. When really big growing operations buy out the little guys, they stick with the 90% and they drop the 10% that doesn't turn into a lot of money. Yeah. So I, I'm hoping that's not one of those things. Okay. Since uh, all, uh, Cutter Spots was bought up. Yeah. We'll, we'll find out here real soon. Okay. They did have it last year. So, uh, yeah. And that was that red one that you like. Yeah. But, yeah, well, we'll have to see if, uh, who, who was that, uh, one of our listeners planted a red one uh, down south. I think he's south. Down south. We are trying to uh, determine... I guess we decided that the red was not any less aggressive than the no than I the pink. No, I don't think it's less. But it it's hard to be when you're <laughs> uh, people looking for pollinators. If you got if you got a blooming uh, coral vine, it, it's just covered with bees and butterflies and hummingbirds. Really, uh, uh, unbelievable situation. They'll, they'll fight over it, Milton. What's that? They'll fight over it. Oh, cool. Look at the last thing that Calvin mentioned in his article. Oh, I am Calvin, proud of you, Calvin. Oh, okay. I thought I thought it was Neil Sperry Saturday, <laughs> Calvin Sunday. Yeah, I don't know where else. He's just skipping around. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cat's claw. Uh-oh. You remember I, I've been telling him he needs to get that on the market? Do you <laughs> sell a cat's claw? I, I don't think I want to. <laughs> I'm with Wait you. Wait till you hear this write-up. Cat's claw has striking yellow tubular blooms in the spring and the fall. The blooms are beautiful, but they do not make up for the unacceptable. Oh, quit it, Calvin. But they do not make up for the unacceptable growth habits that support them. So let me guess. He ends this article. If you would like some cat's claw for free, this is where I live. <laughs> yeah, come dig it up. <laughs> kill it. Kill it. Cat's claws grows in the sun and shade. See there? Sun and shade. Nothing. That, that's the only one that did that. And like coral vine, it often covers building, trees, and slow-moving children. <laughs> I, don't, I bet he didn't say slow-moving children. <laughs> the foliage is less imposing than coral vine. See there? But it's also less sensitive to cold weather. <laughs> For me, Cat's Claw hasn't responded well to Roundup. What responded? 
<laughs> what? Respond? Well, you mean kills it? Mm-hmm. Oh, gee. Uh, but remedy works. <laughs> We're well in control, especially on fences. Control and remove cat's claw rather than trying to use it as a landscape feature. I wish so, I'd have taken so pictures. For those, for those of you who cannot buy a remedy, <laughs> that cut vine stump, stump killer, killer stuff work? is it's the same chemical, but one that the average person can buy. There yeah, and that and that that's one of the real advantages with that product too, because uh, the the size of the container you can get here at the nursery is plenty, because because your cat's claw you kind of you spray some yeah. of it on the fence and then you mm-hmm. go to another place where there's a blockage so that you can spray it. You don't with remedy. You don't want to be spraying the whole the whole fence sometimes, but Really does a good job if you can kind of be real careful spot and spot treat it. Yeah, it. yeah that's, spot the, uh, treat is a good <laughs> a good way to describe it. Well, we we talked about this a couple of weekends ago, and we were talking about uh, treating the uh, 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 hackberries, sprouts, and everything. Kill them while they're little, because they only get worse. There you go. Coming up in the fence line. And at that time, I said, everything that's sprouting, everything that looks like it's a, a little seedling, treat it, cut it and treat it. And uh, I did that in my yard, and sure enough, uh, they're not back. They didn't re-sprout. So uh, it's, it's a... So six, six months to a year later, yeah. you're going to have some more babies, but not from the, not from the originals. Yeah. But uh, I hope that's such a good product. I hope they never take it off the market. It's too it's too good to stay on the market. Well, and you got that's uh, a reasonable. You got small containers, reasonable cost. You got little brushes that you can use. Mm-hmm. Just a, a whole uh, realm of uh, options and uh, and. Uh, some of those uh, what quart size too. Yeah, and so that, that would work perfect. And for you them. don't have to mix it. You get the you get the bigger one, and you go to your tool drawer, find that that uh, paintbrush that you should have thrown away, but didn't, <laughs> and it's a good applicator. Yeah. All right, got about a minute left, Trace. We'll give you the last word. To, uh, <laughs> word. Word. <Yeah>. Okay. So <laughs> come, you come on out, decorate for the Fourth of July, yeah. and. Uh, We'll be happy to be here for you. Especially so with we'll, our bougainvillea. So what we'll do is tomorrow we'll put together a plan for red, white, and blue plants. Okay. Best red, best white, best blue. We got the lantana. That one. Your bumblebees are back. Hey, the bumbles are back on the porterweed. All right. White lantana, that red porterweed. That guy's drunk. He was at the tavern. And Duranta. Just had a little drink. Okay, well, don't just think about it. Don't, don't, don't give it up yet. <laughs> I already did. I know you did. <laughs> we'll, we'll get it again tomorrow for those people that didn't tune in. Which ones were they? Uh, Duranta? White, white Lantana, Duranta, yeah. and Red Porterweed. Okay, and you can put that in a basket together. All right, we'll say goodbye for today. See you tomorrow on The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.